the man in the Santa Claus suit starring Fred Astaire in seven magical roles. I'm waiting for Santa Claus and he isn't here. He may be nearer than you think. Fred is giving out Santa suits to Gary Berghoff, a love-shy teacher, Bert Convy, a father with no time for his son, and John Biner, a bum on the run. And their new Santa suits will change their lives. A world premiere Sunday. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to Television Movie Night, your home for television movies on the internet in a podcast form. But it has to be the movies that we watched, all right? Now, it's not like a, it's not like an overall all-encompassing home. Yeah. I guess when we watch every single television movie... Then we will be then number one resource. That's the repository. We are the warehouse for that. Right. As of right now, we are a distribution center yeah it's we're we're it's like a satellite distribution center as well we we get uh outsourced when uh, when the big warehouse uh, has got too many we're, tv movies to send out or we're more like the local amazon pickups where we're like yeah we we've got you know you could go to the grove and pick up like six amazon things like yeah we got we got a copy of girl on the train i guess if you want that <laughs> you we want- can give it to you they're like, well, I want the book. And I'm like, oh, we no, we not move along. Are you out of your mind, no. kick rocks, asshole. Uh, yes, it is Christmas time, Mark. The hap hap happiest time of the year. Oh my God, I can't believe it. We're finally here. December is here, Mark. Andrew, the the, the do they snow even know it's Christmas, Mark? In Africa, yes, probably. It's a predominantly Christian uh, continent. Yeah. Andrew, there's snow falling outside. You've got the you've got the the fire crackling. Yeah, uh, have, in your fireplace. We have which is two... a, a trash can that you. It's a plastic trash can. Well, that's I did. I can't. Quickly. I can't just have a fireplace here, right? You know, I gotta hang the stocking somewhere. I'm gonna right. put it on my fucking trash can. Yes. Use your head, Mark. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's what's happening. And then uh, we've got uh, these big old mugs of uh, hot chocolate in hot front of cocoa. us. Yes, Ooh. a big giant-sized marshmallow just sticking out of the top of it. It's 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 wonderful. Do We're people, wearing our sweaters. Yes, our, our sweaters. wonderful sweaters. They Mine lights up. It's a Halloween sweater, but uh, I feel like the intention is just the same. Yeah, mine is a leprechaun who laughs. Oh, that's but, fun. But, like, the motor's burned out, so it, here, I'll, I'll play it. Oh, oh, I hate it. Oh, I hate it. Oh, no. Oh, to take the battery out of that. It is out. Oh, no. no. Mark, it's TV movie night. Do people celebrate Christmas like the way we're describing where it's they're in a they're you know it's they're bundled up by the fire and they're they're listening to twas the night before christmas not to my knowledge like i especially as an adult now like christmas is like it'll be like the 21st and i'll be like oh shit and then because you know because when you're a kid like when december 25th rolls around it's this like magical thing you know you've been waiting all year for it and yeah. And and everyone, it, it's almost like everything stops around it. The, the elf on the shelf is spying on you. That's right. He's he's in the, your toilet. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's judging your poops constantly. Not enough fiber. Gotta mm. tell Santa. Yeah. You're like, oh, please. I need this. <laughs> we, we don't need to go there, man. I'll, <laughs> I'll do whatever you want. So, but when you're an adult, like December 23rd, then the 24th rolls around. And even on like December 25th, like unless you plan something... The only it's just another it's day. It's just another day that you get pissed off that you're like, why is the McDonald's closed? Yes. I've definitely had it where it's the 24th 
And I'm like, well, I guess I'll do my shopping now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what do you mean Bloomingdale's closes at four? And they're like, what the fuck is the matter with you? It's it's Christmas Eve, you son of a bitch. And then I'm like, ah. And then I wake up the next morning and I'm like shouting at somebody, get me the biggest goose. They're like, it, man, Bloomingdale's Sir, is closed today as well. They don't have a goose. They're not open either. And right. you're like, fucking what? Ah, oh, Christmas is the worst. Right. And then you slam the shutters closed. Now, a- Andrew, I, I've had a long rant with my family about this. That like, oh, is this you doing a bit? You know, it's like, uh, yeah, I got uh, I got some material on yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I, I, uh, I walk around with a microphone and I smoke a cigarette and, and I'm I like uh, I throw it at kids' faces and I say, what? You, you, what about this? You hear this yeah. bullshit Christmas? <laughs> what wassail? What the fuck is that? <laughs> what kind of shit is that? Yeah. Wassailing? What you're describing, where everybody's bundled up by the fireplace, mm-hmm. is like. A thing that doesn't happen. Yeah. And probably never did happen. But it because our lives aren't like this imaginary thing, we assume we've fucked up somehow. Yeah. Because I see it on the TV. Right. You know, and, and you're like, why, why, why don't I, I have don't, that? I don't have that. Where's where's my big, big fluffy dog that like just sits by the fireplace and then whenever something goes wrong, there's a record scratch and the dog goes wrong. <laughs> oh? Yeah, yeah where's that? Where's where, where's yes, my where's, American dream? Where's yeah, where's my dog that laughs at awkward moments, okay? Right. Where's my dog that when I kiss my girlfriend it covers its eyes and it's like, "Oh, Mark, I can't see this." Where's my football? That's all right? that's the question where's we've all been asking. My football. Coming 2020. So, uh in the spirit of that, Mark, we're talking about Christmas Santa Claus movies this month. Right. Specifically Santa Claus movies. Santa Claus. You got to have Santa. If none of this none, bullshit. None of this, like, oh. Christmas isn't about the presents. It's about family Fuck nonsense. that. No. It's about Santa Claus. None of this, like, Scrooge horse shit. No. None of this. It's all about the family. None of this Jesus son of a bitch. Yeah, get Jesus. Remember the reason it's for the season. Santa. Santa Claus. And a big Bag full of gifts. He shows That's up and he Christmas just gives you is. so much shit because you've been good. God damn it. Well, we're watching Santa Claus television movies this month on television movie night as we run up and and get ever closer to that magical day, December 26th, when we can just grab all this Shove shit, all of our fake put it trees. right back in the closet and never think about it again for another 364 days. Right. Mark, Television Movie Night is a podcast where you and I watch television movies. So many TV And we're going movies. to discuss it. And we're going to discuss this film entitled The Man in the Santa Claus Suit in a segment I like to call, Well, What Do You Know? What do you know? Mark, what do you know? Mark, when you saw the trailer for The Man in the Santa Claus Suit, what did you think this movie was going to be about? I thought this was going... And if you say a man in a Santa Claus suit, I swear to God, I'm going to agree with you. Based on what was in the commercial, mm-hmm. which we already listened to at the top of the show, That's so right. I won't ask you to replay it, Please I don't. know how the format you works know on how our the show form- now. Exactly. Now. 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 <laughs> now. Yeah. Before, not so much. Mm-hmm. But now I do. Uh, only two years in, yeah, finally got it, it down. Just some time. wrote some notes to yourself. Right. I thought that Fred Astaire uh-huh. was going to dance poorly throughout the thing because oh, he was okay. old. He was old. And I thought that it was going to be about these three guys who have to share one Santa suit. 
at the same time when yes. they have to like yeah there's and an arm they're... coming out of it and one of them has the hat and the other one's wearing the it's, boots it's like a it's... horse costume yeah. but with santa, but with santa. these no they, they they share suits at different times of the day and we follow each of their stories i see so i didn't think it would be intercut i thought it would be boom radar o'reilly santa suit what's his story get that out of the way boom then we go to the next guy yeah that's what i thought it was gonna it be. was going to be uh like the, the red violin yes <laughs> exactly like samuel l jackson's <laughs> the red violin it's a weird cut yeah. weird pull but i'm glad i'm there for it yes they deserve to play verity and i hope <laughs> they burn in hell Mark, uh, the man in the Santa Claus suit aired on December twenty third, nineteen seventy nine, on That's the Christmas NBC. season. BC. So we gathered the kids around the television, you know, for one last final, feeling a good Christmas spirit, right? Before we gotta choke uh, down our feelings and pretend that we all like each other. Pretend we like each other. We can focus on the television right. as opposed to our families on in December twenty third, yeah. nineteen seventy nine. As you mentioned, this starred Fred Astaire, legendary legendary dancer. singer and dancer, uh, triple threat. He acted. He did. He was an incredible movie star. By this point in his career, however, this is his final television performance, and he had one more film to be produced after this. Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. That's right. That's uh, everyone remembers that great scene where he's. Dogfighting. I think so, right? World of Tomorrow. But Fred Astaire, again, no slouch to Christmas specials. Or Christmas things in general. White Christmas is still considered one of the best Christmas films of all time. Uh, and then that's uh, Bing Crosby. That He's is not Bing Crosby. It. I was, <laughs> I wanted, I was waiting, I was waiting for either you to correct yourself or for me to go. I don't think that's right. Actually, actually. Santa Claus is coming to town. The Rankin Bass animated special. Yes. He is featured very prominently in its singing. He sings with, in that other special, it's him and Bowie singing Little Drummer Boy. No. No. Is that also Bing Crosby? <laughs> yes. Ah, damn it. Well, I know a little bit about you. Uh, peace on earth. And they, they wrote him a different lyric. Yeah. No, Fred Astaire. He danced with Ginger Rogers. Do you know yes. who? I, do you know who I'm talking about? Yes. He's got an old. He's an older guy. He would. He was. He was in Anchors Away. Is the one or what is it? The one where there's shore leave. Where he's sailors. dancing with Jerry yeah. from Tom and Jerry. Yes. yes. All right. Fred Astaire is in this. Gary Berghoff. He takes one step forward. She takes. He takes two steps back. Yes. All right. Opposites attract. Yes. No. That's DJ Scat Cat. God, God yeah. damn it. I'm going to do my research next time. All I right. Promise. Yeah, I bet. I uh, Gary Berghoff, who played Radar for MASH. But now he's riding high in 1979 because he left MASH like two months earlier before yes. this aired. It was a double episode. That's right. Where Radar leaves. He leaves. He, fall, he falls in love at a uh, like a bus depot. Or no. he fall, He's going back to the 4077 and he meets a woman who's a nurse. And she's like, oh, I love you guys over at the MASHs. <laughs> and you, the clerks are the sexiest of all. And Radar's like, quit, quit jerking my chain, honey. And then she's like, I'm going to go back to my hometown, which is a half a mile away from your hometown. Let's look each other up. And he's like, yeah, sure. I'm going to die over here in Korea. <laughs> and then when he gets back to the 407. Uh, seven. Seven. What's his? Uh, who is Henry Morgan? Yeah. Says, Radar, you're going home. 
No, uh, so you could probably bone that girl if you want. Yeah, and then that's he how it ends. Then he leaves his teddy bear. That's yeah. the last shot. Uh, but yes, yeah, so two months prior to this, he had already left Mash. Then we also have John Biner, who is a, a comedian and impressionist, most famously known Who's there sure. for the uh, on the uh, Pink Panther show. There was a series of cartoons about an aardvark and an ant. Mm-hmm. And he played both of those, basically oh. doing a, um, I think a Groucho, actually. Okay. Uh, and then we've got Bert Convy, who Star is of Cannonball Run, was how I recognized him. Tattletales, Super Password. He's mostly known to a lot of people as a game show host. Right. This was written by George Kurgo, who wrote... Uh, um, Specifically, a 1966 Elvis movie called Spin Out. Nice. And uh, also a bunch of Love American styles. Oh, wait. Spin Out. That was the one where he's a race car driver, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know that one. Uh, also a bunch of Love American style segments, which I think you might might have, might have influenced here. this. Directed by Corey Allen, who uh, won an Emmy, or he was nominated for an Emmy for a Hill Street Blues episode he directed. Mm-hmm. But he was also, he's an actor. He was in Rebel Without a Cause yeah. as a rival gang leader. Yeah, he's Buzz. That uh, gets uh, in a big car accident. Yes, it, it leads to my favorite line in that entire movie, which what are you is... rebelling against? No. What do you got? No, that's not... See, now who's doing it? <laughs> that's from... Um, Blackmore Jungle. I think so, yes. Yeah. Uh, anyways, this character is Buzz, and he's a he's a gang leader Mm -hmm. and so they steal he and james dean steal cars and they drive them towards a cliff to play chicken Mm -hmm. and so whoever jumps out last loses so james dean jumps out first no no whoever jumps out last would win yes yeah so james dean because i would jump out as soon as the the flag was dropped (laughs) (laughs) just cars in neutral just starts goes backwards (laughs) runs over my leg ah uh no james dean jumps out of the car both cars go off the cliff. Buzz dies. And it's like that shot of cars going over a cliff. Boom. Explosion. <laughs> it looks really terrible. And then James Dean pops up and he's like, ah, where's Buzz? <laughs> and you're like, he's dead, you idiot. Oh, I guess he won. Yeah. Great moment. And uh, also directed some episodes of Next Gen and Deep Space Nine. Again. Probably the ones where Data plays Santa Claus. Now, 1979, closing out a crazy decade. Crazy decade. We just wanted to move on to the 1980s. Fred Astaire. Alien came out that year. Yeah. Um, Rocky II, I think. And uh, I think Moonraker? Something like that. So those are the movies that you could see in theaters. Right. But what was airing at home... Mork and Mindy, mm-hmm. the love boat, love yes. American style. Yeah, we wanted to see we people wanted, get together. We just wanted relationships. Now, Fred Astaire would die eight years later after this. And so I don't think we're going to be seeing him dancing too much. Yeah, probably not. Also, in one other film credit that came out in 1981. And then after that, we had no more Fred Astaire. So this was it. Yeah. This was it for this national icon. Let's dive in, Mark. The man in the Santa Claus suit. Act one. We open on a beautiful piece of stock footage of, yes, of New, New York, York City. City from a helicopter. That's right. The City of Lights. City that never sleeps. The Windy City. Red Planet. Uh, the Atlantic Ocean. The 
wettest place on earth oh so they do do they know the taste of wetness they do know the taste <laughs> okay of wetness. do they know it's christmas do they know it's christmas <laughs> and do they know the taste of wetness in the steel city fred astaire sings us a song while the uh while the credits play out and we've got some lyrics says love is the reason love is the rhyme that once a year night before that once a year christmas day what exactly that's the most confusing line i've ever heard i think we're talking about christmas eve because that's when this movie is set set on christmas eve we we get a quick shot of a kid jumping up out of bed to go look at the roof Mm -hmm. and then we cut to some footage of some santa clauses down on the street in new york city yeah ringing bells skating in rockefeller center like more stock footage yeah they're just like just go out and just shoot it just shoot it we're introduced to Bert Convey as he walks up the street. He's a big shot. He's getting picked up in a limo. Right. He's always checking his watch. You know, that's how you know that's how you know a guy's a big shot, all right? If you ever see a character watch, look at their watch and then tap and they have their a foot. Suitcase. Yes. That that's how you know. Because right. I, I ain't got a watch. I'm not constantly checking. I don't have a suitcase. I'm, I'm not, you and I are big shots. <laughs> no. A limo picks him up. Uh, uh, we're told that the normal driver got the day off, but uh, Bert needs to get to the toy store. And uh, guess who's driving the fucking limo, Mark? That's right. It's Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire. It's Christmas so Eve. Fred Astaire looks, uh, his reveal is he looks into camera, right? And, and it's like, like wink, <laughs> it's me. It's me, that guy from that movie. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Road to Morocco. <laughs> Was that me? That was probably me. It's Christmas Eve, and Fred is driving his car, and he prattles on about Christmas, about how an important, incredible time it is. But Bert's got no time for that. He's right. a big shot. Uh, his phone rings, and he opens his suitcase and takes out a big rotary phone, which when I saw this, I was like, what an asshole. <laughs> He's pretending to be on the phone with technology that doesn't exist anymore. Like, like, it's oh, it's, I have to take this. It's the president. Hello, sir. Yes, I am very handsome and important. Thank Boy. you for calling to tell me that let me check my watch you're right i am running late hint hint uh and i've got here because he takes his phone out of his briefcase you know that means he's important uh-huh. <laughs> again so many ways to know that someone's important they pull up the bert's got to go to the toy store because he's got to buy some toys for his son before uh his five-year-old sh- shitty brat his little kid. shitty brat who is the kid that we saw earlier running up the stairs right bert gives fred astaire a hundred bucks to go into fao schwartz and buy him something nice he says whatever kids like. He's like, I don't know. What, what are they like? Uh, like a Gun? hoop and a stick? Sharks? We're into those shark things, kids right? Kids love sharks. Get them a shark. Backpacks. Yeah. Kids love backpacks, <laughs> all right? Uh, School supplies? Why would they why want that? Why the fuck that? would I want that? I got a hot tip from my look, editor, all look, right? <laughs> look, don't you jerk little, me around. Look, you piece of shit, all right? Get, get back here. Tell get me back you here. like a backpack. I need this. Yeah, backpacks and compasses. Everyone, that's, that's what kids, kids love. love. Stocking stuff for a protractor. <laughs> Fred Astaire keeps banging on about how nice it is for people to dress up like Santa Claus, but Bert's like, "Hey, get going." What part of "I have a phone in my suitcase"? Don't you understand? <laughs> he holds up the suitcase like ring a ling a ling right here. Andrew, what if we started bringing suitcases to work oh. next season? <laughs> just, do you just think people walk around with those constantly that, checking my watch? Yeah. Do you think people would be like, "Oh, they seem important"? Yes. And like, want to jerk? Want to bother us as much? They're like, I don't want to, because as soon as someone came up to us, you just pop open the uh, the yeah. suitcase, pull out your phone. They're like, oh, just, just, "This is very important." They like, would probably the notice it's the commissioner of pizza, right? Yeah. They, they would. 
It would probably, the illusion would probably fall apart once like marinara started dripping out of my bag. And I was like, I, I just brought my lunch. It's a chicken parm. But uh, I, I, I got I I to gotta, take this. I got to take this. I got to take this. <laughs> oh, this is very important. <laughs> we can't put this off any longer. <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> I kind of love this idea. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get us both. Big attache cases that we <laughs> work when we get in over our head. We're like, yeah. I, uh, uh, what time? Oh, I gotta, oh, I gotta, I gotta, t- I gotta, I gotta take this. this. Pop it open, and chicken parm. Yeah, no, just a big loose thing of spaghetti. <laughs> and just dig in with a fork. Ow. Oh yeah, oh, so important. Could someone read the minutes of the last meeting? And it's like a piece of bread <laughs> yeah. from your previous meal. Oh, oh yeah, it's that's, still good. That's new business. <laughs> As Fred leaves, he walks past John Biner, who is playing a trash, trash searching bum. Yes. Trash Very searching, searching bum. bum. Red leather, red, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Trash searching, searching bum. bum. <laughs> I've come to dig through your garbage. <laughs> trash and I are an old friend. <laughs> So he's a very eloquent bum. Yes, to the uh, point of being irritating. Yeah, he's like... He's very loquacious. Yes, he's as though uh, George Clooney's character from... Uh, oh, 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 brother, brother, where art thou? Yes. Was more... Damn, in a tight spot. Yeah. Is you is or is you ain't my constituency. Yeah, more poorly written and more insufferable. Yes, he's kind, That's of, a, what he's he kind of a pain in the ass. But his buddy comes up to him wearing a Santa Claus suit, telling him that... Because apparently John Biner, who's down on his luck, just searches through trash cans. But he found a gun the other day right. in a trash can. And his buddy says that that gun was used in a shooting. In and a the, bank robbery. In a bank robbery. He didn't kill anyone with it. But right. it's a it's it's an important weapon that they threw away and they wanted to stay thrown away. And the guys that were involved in the bank robbery are looking for him. This friend also has a Salvation Army kettle because he was ringing and collecting money. Right. John wants to steal the money from the Salvation Army bucket. And uh, do some head out west. Head out west. Just get, just get out of here, man. Clear just your head. go. But he's interrupted by a police officer. Yes, yes, he is. Who plays the police officer, Mark? Uh Scatman Crothers. Ah, uh, no, no, oh, it's uh, no. it's it's the it's the big man himself. It's the big man himself, Ginger Rogers. That's right. Fred Astaire plays this police plays officer. Plays a police officer who says, "Hey," who says, "Hi, lady." going on he's, over here he's, all right all right moving move along, along you two nothing to see here he says why don't you dress up as santa claus yeah why don't you get a job random fucking bum, bum. uh the, yes so then the bum's like oh that's smart i'll disguise myself as santa claus there's plenty of santa clauses all around so i can the, hide in plain sight right so the criminals can't find me so he heads off to go find a santa suit but he passes a jewelry store inside is Gary Berghoff, Radar from MASH, and he's looking at rings. Right. He's going to ask a lady to marry him. He, They are not dating. They are not dating. They are not in a relationship. They are not in a relationship. They are neighbors. And, and he is a trusted confidant of Somewhat hers. of a friend. Uh, and he's telling all this to the owner of the jewelry store. Who's played by who, Mark? That's right. That's right. David Bowie. That's right. He shows up and he's he's painted up like Ziggy Stardust. Right. Now Fred Astaire ah. is the owner of the jewelry store. I'm forgetting who this guy is. Uh, yes, he says he's worried about a proposal, and Fred says, "Well, if it's about money, I can con- I can give, give you the you ring on consignment. consignment, and if it doesn't work out, you can bring it back, no questions asked." Right. 
Radar says, uh, well, I'm, I'm a bit of a nervous guy. I, right. uh, every time I I'm think about proposing. And she's a fashion model. And I'm not good enough. And, and then, also, we're not dating, and we haven't kissed. And I'm kind of just a creep. I'm that, just a bit of a creep. This, I'm just going to jump right to 100 instead of just asking her out. And then as I was watching this, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Pull up, Radar. Yeah, I, <laughs> you're, you're in too low. I would have loved. Again, we know what this is, so we know what's going to happen. But just imagine how great it would have been if... We do all this build up and then we get to the end and he's like, will you marry me? And, and she's, she's like, like, no, I barely know you. You're a neighbor and I just piss and moan to you every once in a while. Are you the one that walks my cat? <laughs> or he's like, no. And she's like, oh, then I have no I idea have no who idea. you are. You're the guy. You, you, you keep leaving weird letters in my mailbox. That's you, isn't it? No. <laughs> she crosses letters off yeah. romantic list. Fred suggests, uh, well, if you get choked up, uh, you know, you don't want to propose because you're two in your head acting as you, you could dress up as somebody else. else. And he says that when I propose for instance, Bing Crosby, I do it all the time. It's me. And I just go up to Danny Kaye and he doesn't even know that it's me. Fred is scary. He goes, oh, Oh, it's my good buddy Bing. Fred said that he dressed up like a cowboy when he proposed to his wife. So it's Christmas time. Why not do Santa? Right. Gary Berghoff says, that's a shit idea. No, that's what he should say. (laughs) He says, that's an incredible idea. It's a bad idea on top of a bad idea. So apparently that makes it good. But he's getting the ring for free. So you're going to do whatever the Uh, guy says. So he gets the ring and he heads off to go get a Santa suit. Bert, Radar, and John Biner all arrive at the same costume shop at the same time. They all need Santa suits. But the runner of the shop, and I forget this guy's name. He's like a he's like a famous guy. He's always like dancing and singing. Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan well, shows up and he's got a he's got a chimpanzee. Enjoy, hope you enjoy your Christmas suit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, is it a Santa suit or is it a Christmas suit? It's Ron? a Christmas suit. It's a Christmas suit. We all remember. Will you, you seem awfully worried about getting the gay flu. <laughs> Oh my God! Ron. Remember this press conference, Mr. Reagan. Remember this? It's horrifying. Uh, he's uh, and he's also not played by uh, the actor Ronald Reagan or the president Ronald Reagan. It's the puppet from the Land of Confusion. Yes, music video. No, Fred Astaire so is Fred- running the shop. Okay. Now this is where I have a question for you. Is he still in the limo that's outside? Yes. Is he also the policeman? Is he bilocating in all these different places? And second question: Shouldn't I wanted to have a quantum leap scene? where we see what he looks like to everybody else because nobody know like what no no that's not true because radar in a later scene says that he thinks he seems he, familiar he seems familiar but if you had a conversation with a jeweler who it's like i got a great idea why don't you go to a shop and buy a santa suit and you're like, all right. So then you went to a shop, and it was one, and then it was the same guy. You'd same be like, guy. I know what the fuck this is. Next, you're gonna tell me that I need auto insurance, <laughs> and you know just what the if, guy to help me. Well, what out. if he's like, a, yeah? What if either either it's a guy that's he's like overstocked on Santa suits, and he's like, I gotta get rid gotta of these. these. I gotta move these Santa. Or suits. he's a creep. And he like gets off on people getting in the Santa suits. Sand. Yeah, I need I need you to wear the suit. He's put like, it on. Put the suit. Put on. it on. Put the suit on. I'll I'll put it on no, when you, I get you home. No, you got to put it on now. I need you, to see it. You want me to 
Put it on right now, slowly. Put, put it on. Okay. I need to see how it fits. All right. Uh, Turn I'm around. I'm gonna put it on over my pants. No, no, it'll fit wrong. Take your pants off, then right. put on the suit. All right, I'm taking my pants off. Yes. Yes, turn around. Okay. I have um, to fit it correctly. Yeah, okay. Let well, me see your beard. Wait a minute. What is that? <laughs> it's is a that tape a me- measure. It doesn't feel like a tape measure. <laughs> turn around. Yes, Fred Astaire's a creep, and he owns a, uh, a, costume, a costume store. costume store that specializes only in Santa suits. Only in seems. Santa suits. Uh, so Fred Astaire takes John Biner up first. John Biner takes a slug of whiskey, and then while he's getting fitted, drops his goddamn gun. Right. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> How'd that get there? Uh, he explains that uh, he was a successful chef, but the fame went to his head. He got too successful, and now he's hit the skids, and he's a bum. Right. He's, he's a, a drunk. Fucking, yeah, he's, a, he's an alcoholic, and he's just on the streets. Uh, as he leaves, so he gets fitted for the suit, and he's like, great work, old man, and I can't really pay you, and... and Fred Astaire says, don't worry about it. You can pay me at the at the first of the month because right. you're just going to piss in this thing for anyway. For purposes anyways. As he leaves, Fred Astaire reminds John Biner that a costume doesn't make a, doesn't make a bad person good nor a good person bad. Think about that. Which I've got written here, Nazi uniform, question mark? <laughs> Uh, cause I think I was, I, he was, Santa Claus was just following orders. Oh. Everybody knows that. God. John Biner leaves. And drops by his old restaurant as Santa and talks to a German chef who doesn't recognize him until he pulls down the beard. The chef offers to help him, but John Biner says, no, I'm not really sure what this scene is for. No. We just see him. I think it's to show that I guess he can get away with this scam because somebody who he's worked with doesn't recognize recognize him. him, But why did he go there anyway? I don't know, because he's just kind of walking by. Now it's Radar's turn to get fitted for his suit. He complains to Fred Astaire uh, that his jet-setting love would never want to marry a math teacher like me. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just a lame wah, math teacher. Wah. She's got a hot boyfriend who's really <laughs> cool, and he drives sports cars. And also seems like a really nice and guy. Is a nice guy. <laughs> He's like an incredibly nice guy. Yes. Because he says, well, because he reminds Fred Astaire that he's uh, the neighbor of this woman, who apparently is a model. Yes. And she does a bunch of fancy fashion show stuff. and But he says that he hasn't really discussed his feelings with her about this, and she considers him her best friend. Just and it's like... Friend. You got radar. friends on radar. Radar, no. Please, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. Also, he says there's another guy in the mix, some kind of playboy. Yeah. We then cut to Polly... The woman that uh, Radar is pining after, who is meeting up with said playboy, Rod, as they get into a horse-drawn carriage. Yeah. Rod says he's looking to marry Polly, but Polly is mixed on it. Polly says she needs more time. So Rod says, not a problem. You've got until tonight. <laughs> this deal comes off the table. At, at midnight, midnight tonight. tonight. He's Basically, it's a shit or get off the pot moment. Now, right. if you were writing this, Mark, wouldn't you want to make this guy a shit heel? Because he seems incredibly nice and, and attractive and involved in Polly's life yes. and is like willing to work with her, but knowing that like if there's a relationship here, you have to tell me if we're gonna go forward with it. Right. As opposed to Gary Berghoff just banging on about oh this this Copernicus big fucking guy over here, this lunkhead, he doesn't know what she wants. And it's like, no, it seems like he does. I I think part of the idea here is that everybody needs to be likable. Everybody I guess. needs to be 
Up enjoyable. Until, uh, yes, Bert so, Convy isn't. Yeah, he's our hero, though. He's gonna he's gonna go on a journey. He's on an arc. He, I yeah. see. So I think part. I think if the way to make it work for me would be, he's very generous, but he doesn't listen to her. So he's like, I'm taking you on a horse-drawn carriage. And she's like, I, you know that I hate horses because my dad got kicked in the head by a horse. She doesn't say that. That's what I'm saying should be should in there. Should be in there, That's yes. how I would fix yes. it. Because then he's he like, hit- ah, don't worry about that. These horses are promised to not kick, right? And he right. looks at the driver and the driver like, oh, don't <laughs> no, go near it. No. Don't do that. <laughs> don't sell her that. And then he like brushes like a street person out of the way with just a big horseshoe in, the, in their head. <laughs> We then, so, so then this was weird because I because I, I kept expecting because Radar's completely in the wrong here. Yeah. All right. He the guy is so it sounds so fucking bitter that he's too much of a puss to say how he feels for this woman that he cares for. Right. And at the same time, like has an axe to grind against a legitimately nice person that also cares for this woman. Yes. It doesn't. I, the, actually, what it should be is their roles should be reversed because what you see Radar do throughout this is he's like, I want to change her. Yes. He comes, and I want to take away her career. He's such a creep. Whereas the other guy should be like, I want to marry you. But once that happens, I'm going to expect a baby in nine months and I'm going to expect you to stop everything you do and everything you are. Yeah, become she the mother just, of my children. She should just tell both like, of them to fuck off. Right. Yeah. Stand up for yourself, girl. She should get a Mrs. Claus suit. Huh? What if Fred's... Or, or a Santa Claus suit. Think about that. Women yeah. can oh, be yeah, Santa. Exactly. Fred Astaire shows up and he's like, I'll let you do whatever you want. She's like, oh. 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 <laughs> I loved you in Some Like It Hot. <laughs> I... Sure. That's yeah, me. That's me. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. <laughs> Bird Convy gets his suit, but he's in a fucking hurry because he has to get a speech to his boss, the senator. Yes. Or the governor? Or the mayor? I think it's the senator. Okay. So he's executive aide for a senator. Yes. So he's got to write a big dumb speech. He's got to get a speech to the senator, and then he's got to go hang out with his dumb brat, and then he's got a dinner that the senator needs him for. However, Fred won't give him the suit, won't let him leave until he gives him a good beard. Got to get a good beard. So he's going to he's going to deliver the beard to Bert. And Bert's like, I got to my my suitcase, my suitcase is leaking. Dripping marinara. <laughs> I have Italian wedding soup in there. <laughs> we cut to we cut to Bert's son who says that he misses his pop uh, as he does errands with his mom. His son says that his dad promised him Nice. He promised me. All right. Yes. He promised me on his briefcase phone <laughs> that smelled like allspice and uh, it's like a mozzarella <laughs> that he's going to be here. Right. All right. Act two. Carolers pass John Biner. Creepy carolers. Like they're just these carolers all, they're show just up throughout the movie the place. and they terrified me every time. I was like, there's a roving street gang that is caroling. And tor- terrorizing the streets of New York. So he's going through some trash as these carolers are out. But then we cut to uh, some old folks singing in a house yes. in a brownstone. Yeah. They also name check Fred and Ginger. I don't know if you noticed this during this exchange. They said we used to be like Fred and Ginger. I, you know that guy that's up the street. I was that pro- was in that one movie. I was you probably know, you know think, the movie. I was probably thinking it was Bing Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why would they mention him? They should mention this guy. 
these uh, these two they sing an old song. They're like an old vaudeville couple, right? And their butler is playing the piano, but the piano turns out to be a player piano. Yeah, so they so do the a butler's big, just a big fucking around. soft shoe song and dance routine for two of their grandchildren. The male who act like big pieces of shit. Yes, the male uh, the the old man is played by some actor that I recognize from The Sting. Mm. He plays like Kid Twist, I think, in The Sting. It's pretty yeah, good. Bing Crosby. Yeah. Their ch- grandchildren argue the butler sees Santa outside, and the the grandparents think, oh, these kids' shitty parents. Our kids. Our kids finally decided to do something because the parents jet set off to the Bahamas. Right. And left us these shitty grandchildren who are pissing and moaning about presents and open all the goddamn presents before already. before the fucking Christmas, all it's right? The night before the day before yeah, of you, the day. You heard the song? You know how it goes. The soul of the season, the heart of the hearth, whatever the fuck he was talking about. Huh. <laughs> Santa gets let in, who happens to be John Biner, and he's got a fucking gun. <laughs> so I thought this this was the moment where I was like, God, this movie's kind of boring and lame. And then the butler's like, I'll just let Santa in. Of course we can trust Santa. And then, boom, gun in the face. He's like, oh, look, I don't want any problems yeah. here. Where's your cookies? <laughs> I'm here for the cookies and the milk. We then cut to Radar as he heads off in his suit, and he sees Polly and Rod outside. Rod's got like a... Uh, he's got again the fucking car Curly. from Baffled. <laughs> yeah, this thing <laughs> pops up in all of these. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Ooga. Uh, I will be very upset if I find out in a couple of months that the way that Andrew has been selecting our movies it's, that's is just, just was I, I that, just, he tracked that car. I just wanted to see Chitty Chitty <laughs> Bang Bang in each of these fucking but you, movies. You, it's always the same car, and you just have a list of like <laughs> this car's filmography, and you're like, I guess we're it's watching like, that um, next. It's like the uh, car in uh, Evil Dead is... Uh, in all the Sam Raimi movies? Yeah, exactly. Or I was thinking it was more like that that tube that has lights inside of it is in all the sci-fi movies mm-hmm. as different things, and you just position it differently. And yeah. Like, it's the Interocitor. <laughs> now it's our engine drive. Rod rolls off. Uh, in and his... Rod's cool. Rod's really Rod is cool. Friendly. He like lets Polly out of the car and gives her a kiss and says, I'll see you yeah, later. later. Do whatever you got to do. And he's like nice to Radar. And he's really nice to Radar. That's the thing. He's like, you're still doing that math teacher thing. That's incredible. That's well, the world needs more people like you. Like he said, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> There's no way Radar can stack up to this guy. Yeah. He's such a nice guy. Gonna need more than a Santa suit. And he looks at the newspaper. He's the world's biggest stud. God damn damn it. it. Polly tells Radar she's got a fashion show tonight at Macy's. Mm -hmm. Not Gimbal's. No. Macy's. Big time. They tell each other Merry Christmas in a very awkward manner. We cut then to Bert Convy and he's running late. Oh, God. He's got to get to his fucking kid. Back to John Biner. He's holding up all these rich assholes. And he's like... My dictionary skills are very extemporaneous. Uh, th- 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 forth, a, forthwith. Yeah, he's got a word-a-day calendar that he's just burning through. Lugubrious. His, yeah. But uh, while he's holding up the uh, these assholes, he passes out. Drunk. Because he's yeah. sick or drunk or both. I don't know. He's doped up or dying or something. <laughs> so he goes down. He passes out. We then cut back to Radar. 
Radar is trying on his Santa suit and doing his big Santa his impression. Santa voice. About, like, her being a good girl. And you're like, Yeah, it's Ooh. creepy. For some reason, what's his name? Santa. Santa. Or Fred well, Astaire. Spoiler alert. For some reason, Fred Astaire was like, your voice is so much more commanding and less radar-ish when you're in the Santa suit. And he's like, yeah, that's right. I need to be commanding as Santa. So he's like looking at himself in the mirror and he's like, you, if you marry that guy, you'll like, be a bad girl and you won't get all of these presents. And then he presents pulls out a gun under he's the like, tree. Are you talking to me? Uh, <laughs> Are you talking, talking to me? I don't see anyone else around here. And takes off his pants and he says, you're a big fucking star. I'd fuck me. This goes for about 13 minutes, and I thought the movie was pretty solid at this point. I was like, all right, okay. okay. Yeah, it's, well, a, it's weird. one man's it's, descent into like, madness. Technically, they're not showing any nudity. He's, right. he's tucked all it's the bad parts. In, so I guess it's fine. She, uh, Polly comes to the door, and R- Radar's got to take off all the sand stuff and then hide her secret shame. She comes in and she says, well, Rod Rod gave me this ultimatum. She says, why are you breathing so hard? Like, no, no reason. Uh, and then she's like, like, you're sweating. What are all these pictures? <laughs> Radar, you're sweating. <laughs> why don't you show me Santa Claus's card? Oh, you have, you have all these pictures of me with the eyes cut out. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Is it an art collage? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, something like that. It's uh, a vision board. <laughs> She says she she tells him about the uh, the proposal. The proposal. Polly says she knows she wants to be married, but she's unsure about this. Radar is, says, uh, "Well, are you gonna marry Rod?" And she says, "Well, I don't I don't know. I don't, and I want your advice." Right. And Radar kind of waffles and doesn't. You're such a good friend, and I trust you. You tell me how it's gonna be. Right. If you want if if you if think you it's think a good I idea, then do it. Or the, if it's a bad idea, mate. tell me. Because Rod seems like a really nice guy, and he's already got like a party planned. Yeah. But then if it, I don't go forward with it, all he has to do is just pull down the thing, and then it just becomes a Christmas party, and he's still going to have the party. It's smart. It's smart. It's a good way to, yeah. to couch it. He's like, God damn it. He thinks everything. <laughs> he's always one step ahead. He, he has a poster that says, marry me for Christmas. And then it just but he just takes up the meat, yeah. yeah. And it just says Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. It's brilliant. Uh, Changes the ahead. A to an E, and yeah. it's fine. Huh. Radar says, well, uh, I don't know. No, no, radar. Polly says, well, no one else has asked me to marry them. She so, leaves and Radar. What are my choices, exactly. Ra- I got to marry the one yeah, guy. I got one. It's, it's, like, it's like a college uh, acceptance letter. I only got into yeah. Rod University. <laughs> <laughs> I got waitlisted for Radar University. <laughs> Which is weird because it doesn't seem like there's any other student body there. If you, if you get what, what I'm, I'm saying. saying. Bert Convy is upset because Fred Astaire is late with his beard, but uh, Fred Astaire shows up in the nick of time with the beard. We find out that Bert is also an author before yes. he, he wrote, became the senator's aide. He wrote a shitty book that no one read. Except for Fred Astaire. Except for Fred Astaire, but Fred Astaire even points out that the book was bad. He's like, there's, He's a, like, lot there's of a lot of character weird, motivation that doesn't make any sense. character stuff. Uh, you got one person that just shows up in like multiple roles yeah. and nobody seems to recognize <laughs> it even though he's obviously the same person without any sort of a disguise <sighs> it's like well you know what you write your own fucking book all right? right get off my case i loved you in duck soup nope no nope, nope, nope not nope, him still not, not him Groucho. 
the we we then come up on the toughs that are looking for John Biner and their gun. Yeah, and uh, they uh, they one of them is a uh, uh, a shapeshifter of some kind because in some shots he's, he's like, like eight and a half feet, feet tall, and then in and then in another like shot six. he's six one. He's yeah, tall. Got the apple box that day. Uh, they hassle John's friend, and Fred Astaire shows up as a hot dog cart seller and distracts them and so his friend runs away right but, but then that doesn't work they stop him and they catch him but then fred shows up as a cop, cop but that doesn't work either no you know He's classic utterly incompetent classic so this the toughs get a hold of uh john's friend because they're looking for john biner right john biner himself however wakes up in the rich people's house in in a bed the old people there say they know what it's like to be down on their luck. Yeah. So they're not, they didn't call the police, all right? Even though a guy in a filthy Santa Claus costume showed up and pulled a gun on him. This would have been much funnier to me if John Boehner was, or Bonner? Biner. Biner. If John Biner was seriously scared for his safety. <laughs> if he was like, wait, you're kidnapping me? And they're like, yeah. We have your gun. Now you're gonna dance. <laughs> no, he's he wakes up in the bed and he's like, they're like, don't worry, we you know we know what it's like to be down on your luck. And he's like, oh thanks. And then he lifts his leg and it's chained to the bed. Right. They're or like, his well, it, yeah, <laughs> his legs have been amputated. <laughs> he's like, I th- I think I'm dying. And they're like, not yet. Not not, not on Christmas Day. <laughs> They explain that the that uh, they do a little song and dance for him that takes right. like two minutes. Then they explained that uh, after they performed a show around Christmas time. Years ago. Years and years ago. A little guy came up to him and said that he wanted a show specifically from them. He wanted a private show. And because they're a husband and wife act, and he, he was said, like, all right, you want to have sex with my wife? He's like, I, I get it. All right. Yeah, it's vaudeville. But this is what we this do. This is what we do. We do it in Peoria. Yeah, we did it in it. Poughkeepsie. We did it in Walla Walla. We're doing it here. <laughs> but the money's got to be up front first. I learned my lesson on that one. Right. So uh, he says he wants a, but they're like, "What the train's leaving, going to the next station to our next show." But they said, "He said, nah, look, I will pay you, all right." Oh, I'll pay. I'll you. pay you. Put on the suit. Yeah. Just put it. Put it on. Put do both a twir- of you. Put both it, of you put the suit on. Put it on at the same time. Put it do, on do a twirl. Do yeah. a twirl. I have a beard. For no, you. you put on the pants and you put on the shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They uh, they explained that they got paid after doing the show. That uh, they got paid with a deed for a he, gold mine. He gets a far off look in his eyes, and he's like, "Oh, he paid. <laughs> he paid." I, I, and but I accept. Some, some people say that I paid the most. <laughs> right. I knew the cost. I knew the price, but I did not know the cost. Uh, he gets paid. They get paid with a deed to a gold mine, and they said, "Well, that's pretty useless. A deed to a gold mine in Oklahoma." Right. But it turns out the next day that they there struck oil. oil in that gold mine. So now they're filthy, stinking rich. They're fucking rich. And uh, John Biner says, I, is this like a Jesus thing? Is that what we're doing? Is this, are you try- <laughs> John Biner keeps interrupting their story by saying, and the money was inside of you all along. And they're like, no, we got an oil mine. He's like, oh, okay, so the oil yeah, was inside It's, uh, it's of inside all both of us. Yeah, all right. I yeah, it, I, yeah I, I know. I remember the reason for the season. Oil. Radar heads off to Polly's place dressed as Santa, but oh my God, she's at Macy's. She's already at work. No. So he gets in a cab and he's like, driver. To Macy's, the cab driver is obviously is of course Buster Poindexter. Fred Gwynn. <laughs> Fred Astaire picks him up, and then yes. we see a bunch of uh, B-roll of 
driving uh, around. A cab in New York. A cab driving around and terrible VO from the two of them. It like, seems to be recorded on phones. Oh, it seems like there's a lot of traffic here in New York. Oh, yeah. Real busy. Next flight leaving <laughs> at 11.45. Please stand clear of the doors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this marinara! Oh, it's so good. Home. It's terrible. <laughs> like Fred, are you calling us on on your are briefcase you phone? On your briefcase phone. <laughs> Bird Combi shows up at home and gets into a long conversation with a woman outside of his uh, this his, his apartment. Was infuriating because this Bird Combi has to get up the stairs to tell his kid that he loves him and that he's dressed as Santa. And his uh, this woman outside of his apartment where his where his, his um wife this is a strange wife and this yes. kid live and you know it's it's part of the old neighborhood you know it's bird Combi's a kid done good for the old neighborhood right she's like you're the only one that ever amounted to anything and but she just drop she just carpet bombs us with backstory this about woman how just he drills, used to be yeah so cool and you now know he's like too big for everybody else he's got a suitcase dripping of marinara but at the same no time, time you know for everybody he, but he was you know doing all this author stuff and living his dreams, but then he good thing he shitty he book that nobody got liked. rid of all that and actually did something with his life and became the senator's aide because obviously he was following his dreams before, but then he realized that's not how you live life. You just got to earn a paycheck, right? Also, you're bad at it. <laughs> We've established <laughs> you wrote a really bad book, and then finally she like flies off like, on her broom. Right, can't, and, can't be talking to you all day. See you later. And then these like two, then, these two kids up on the fire escape like bust his balls. Yeah, they start like, like twenty minutes throwing snowballs at him. And they're like, oh, it's Mister Fucking Big Time. Oh, here he comes. Oh, wow. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. And he's like, I've, I've just sorry, gotta, I, I gotta ain't see got my the kid. red carpet out I gotta there, talk asshole. To my kid. I'm sorry, street, New York City street toughs. <laughs> just let me talk to my fucking kid. They're like, oh, His Majesty. He has to go see the prince. Ooh, look at him. Where's the senator today? Where's you know, Prince Fauntleroy? <laughs> Glad you could come on down with the, the commoners. And these kids are also like 12, which yeah, is the best part. That's my favorite. <laughs> I like any movie that has little kids, little kids busting adults' chops. And it goes on for like five minutes. He's like, all right, I get it. I get yes, it. Thank yes, you. Yes. Like, I got something for you. Why don't you vote on these? Oh, <laughs> register this vote. Throwing Boom. cigarettes at him. <laughs> but then he goes upstairs and he's like, ho, ho, ho. It's me, Santa. And the kid loses his fucking mind. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and he runs away. So they shoot this in like a fisheye lens so that it is kind of creepy and weird. It looks like the scene from A Christmas Story. Yes. Ho, ho, ho. ho and then he pushes him down with the boot. Yes. Right. So the kid rightfully goes, what the fuck is going on here? You're, you've been, <laughs> I was listening as my neighbors screamed at you for 20 minutes. <laughs> I knew you were coming. So this is just strange for me. Uh, all right. And so he runs away. The kid runs to his roof. He runs up to the roof of the building. Act three. We get like a seven minute scene with these fucking vaudeville people dancing and singing around their house. Performing all over the house. God damn it. I'm like, and I wrote in here, this is filler. All right. They're like, we'll cut this if we have to. And then they realize they're like, Fred Astaire can only shoot for like two days. Fred Astaire was supposed to be our song and dance. Yeah. So now we have to have somebody else do singing and dancing. Do you think that that was, that may have been the case? And then Fred Astaire's like, I'm not doing that. Because at no point. Do we intersect with any of those other characters? No. No? 
Yes, I think that was the case. I think that they... the old guy was supposed to also be Fred Astaire because we never see the two. We never see them intersect with each other. I don't think that's the case because Fred Astaire. We have to assume Fred Astaire gave them the deed to the oil. Oh, you're right. Yes, but maybe. But I do think that the, there was a network note that was like, "We paid for Fred Astaire. People, People are tuning see in. Dancing. There better be singing and dancing." Okay. They're like Fred Astaire is on death's door. He's not going to sing and dance. <laughs> no, it's like ten years. It, he's eight he years before he dies. I mean, here we could do the Bob Hope thing. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack Frost. <laughs> Do you want that? Because I'll give you I'll that. I'll give you that. I swear to God. All right, I'll we'll do put it. him in the goddamn chair and wheel him around. <laughs> oh, ho, the time to go. Oh, it's the worst. John Biner wants his clothes so he can leave, but the singer's like, no, you, you can stay. You, you're you going to stay. stay. You're, you're part of going our, to stay. You're part of our family now, you're, Santa. Yeah. You're our beautiful baby boy now. <laughs> Say gaga. <laughs> He's like, my, my ankles are all tore up from yeah. these ropes you've put. What, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> Meanwhile, the kids are still shit. I, I have to go to the bathroom. It's okay. You're wearing a diaper. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, the kids are still uh, act like fucking shit. ass. They're shitheads. And they tell par- him. But their parents are also shitheads. They also are like, hey, you're a fucking bum, you yeah. drunk. Yeah, we know you're a drunk bum, you fucking loser. You're fucking, you fucking piece of shit. Right. Fuck you, bum and then they kick him in the nuts and then they like they and they, he's they like pee on him and then he says you know what you kids need and they're like a swift kick in the pants they tried it <laughs> they didn't try it again they go, oh, oh my god, god jesus killed that guy yeah you're probably wondering where our parents are they'll never find they're them. never coming back the cab arrives at macy's and radar runs out and gets into macy's but he's grabbed by uh, which I was General hoping, manager. I was hoping it was going to be the guy that always shows up on I Love Lucy. That's always like Mrs. Carmichael, <laughs> uh, the guy from uh, the guy from Life with Lucy, the older guy, the guy that show, he's in like everything. He always has that like, yes. like that, yeah, that yeah. Simpsons guy, yeah. But he, he's from the Lucy show, okay, and a bunch of other. He was always in I Love Lucy and. Lucy was always, like, antagonizing him because he would always be, like, a mater D. You know what would have been fantastic? Oh, it's you. It's a lot of that stuff. What would have been fantastic would have been if Radar jumps out of the cab and then gets shot in the head by the gangsters (laughs) who are looking for a guy in a Santa Claus suit. He gets grabbed by the the general General manager manager of the the Macy's. Macy's who thinks that he's the Santa that's supposed to be up in the toy department. Right. Where have you been? It's like uh, your lunch ended twenty minutes ago, you drunk son of a bitch. Get up there, Fred Astaire is upstairs in the uh, the department. Is like the guy running the toy department. He's like wearing a suit. The kids upstairs, however, mob radar, and he runs away. I want a fucking party. He's like, yeah, party. So he like fires a gun in the air, and he's like, everybody, (laughs) be cool. I think, doesn't he push over a Christmas tree and they, then like sprint out of there yes. while the kids are chasing but him? But then everyone just everyone just chases him. And it's right. supposed to be like a wild scene, but at the same time, you're like, mm. Bert Convy talks with his wife, and his life is apparently just too goddamn busy for his family. They have a horrible scene, horribly written scene, where the wife is like, I want us to get back together, but you got to put your family as a priority. Why don't, and he's like, well, 
I did that and I was miserable because all I was doing was writing a shitty book and she was like, but we were together. And he was like, we live in Manhattan. Like, yeah. What do you want to, what do you want to do? This Where, apartment you, is $7,000 in 1979. What do yeah. you want from me? Uh, Andrew didn't even ask Mark at the beginning of the episode how much rent was. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much it is. Uh, he has to choose. It's either your family or your career. It can't be both. All right. Your money or your family. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. John Biner's friend leads the Tufts to the rich family's house. John, meanwhile, starts. He's like, oh, my God, where's my gun? I need yeah. my gun. Give me my gun back. The Tufts, meanwhile, hold up the house. John Biner. <laughs> well, the, the guy does the thing again, right? Yeah, there's, he just opens the door. Yeah, there's, and he's like, uh, there's another knock on the door and the, uh, the, butler. the butler's like, well, we already had a gun pulled on us once today. Can't it's not going to happen gonna again. Have it twice. What? <laughs> Two guns. <laughs> and then gun. Right in the face. It's like, ah, the Tufts, damn it. The Tufts hold up the house, and John Biner says, I don't I don't got the gun, all right? Right. It wasn't, it wasn't, it. It wasn't me. Uh, it, so I, I, I ain't got no gun. It's so weird to me that the street Tufts want the gun, because if I was involved in a crime and then a homeless man found the gun, I'd mm-hmm. be like, all right, he's going to take he's, the rap. Well, they apparently they apparently just want to want the evidence so that they know where everything is. Right. John Biner says he doesn't have the gun. But he says, before you, before anything happens, I need to talk to the kids alone. Right. And then I'll go with you and you guys can kill me or do whatever. Right. And he goes to the kids, takes them outside, and he says, where the fuck? Where the fuck is I know that gun? you took it. Give me where the gun. Where the fuck is the gun? You're a bunch All of right? little shits. And they're like, Christmas isn't a thing. And he's like, what, what are you talking about? I need the gun. <laughs> it's like and the gun was inside us all yeah. along. <laughs> You're, the bullet's going to be inside you in just a minute. <laughs> just give me the gun, goddammit. But they won't uh, They won't give it up. Meanwhile, back at Bert's place, Bert's wife yells at Bert about not being there for his son. Bert says, well, I've been busy. I got all this I stuff. I got the senator and, and my limo driver's got a replacement. And then I went to FAO Schwartz. And, <laughs> and they I, made me put on a suit. I put on a weird suit. A I just wanted one thing. Bert uh, says, man, you're, why are you so bitter? And Bert's wife throws something at the wall and says, yeah, you're goddamn right. I'm bitter. Cause I got to raise this goddamn kid and I'm, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it dumb anymore. Fucking kid. Yeah. I don't care if he hears me. He knows he's stupid. and <laughs> yeah. dumb. He can't, he's illiterate. All right. Yeah. He can't read. He's 20 years old, Bert. <laughs> at the fashion show, shit's getting loose. All right. This is classic. <laughs> This scene, this scene. This is this fucking scene. This is the scene. This where is yes. We know. Some, what, sometimes Andrew and I, when we did our, when we would do our radio show, sometimes it, we would have an organic idea that we want to explore, <laughs> and other times we would have one scene that we want to do and be like, "All right, how do we build everything around yeah. this?" I think that's the case with this scene. Yeah, There's the, a bunch of drunk. Businessman at a Macy's. Basically, it's it's that thing that doesn't happen anymore where it's either a sitcom or a movie where it's the office Christmas party yes. and <laughs> shit has gone completely sideways. Right. So apparently at Macy's, they have a runway show happening right. where there's a bunch of drunk businessmen watching and ogling these uh these scantily clad these women these models as they like walk down the runway in their 1979 dresses yeah and all of them make really weird sexist awful jokes to each other they're like but we like 
we cut in wide shot women walking around yes close up guy at a drunk guy at a table with his friend and he's like should i buy that for my wife or my girlfriend and then i get six thousand dollars I guess I'm getting it for my girlfriend. <laughs> and then wide shot. And then another one. And it's just like 101 liners out of this book that Andrew just got. Yeah. Do you come with the dress? Oh, oh you. you. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of shit's going down. Send the dress to my wife. And, and send, send the, the model, model to, to my me. apartment. <laughs> 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 Bow tie spins. And this goes on for minutes. And I'm like, this this is the movie. This is what I want. And also, there's like a there's a moderator. There's like somebody that's like announcing the dresses that's yeah. a woman. And one of the guys makes that joke to her, and they both have a good laugh about like, it. That's a good one. <laughs> it's like, I I'll take your blood money. Yeah. Oh, she's all yours. <laughs> This is happening, and then Radar shows up as a, as Santa and starts yelling at Holly on the stage that he wants to talk He's with like, her. Get off the fucking He's stage! Like, I gotta talk with you! <laughs> and meanwhile, there's all these drunk businessmen and these women. Like, it's what a monstrous it's, scene! It's madness. It's absolute madness. This, Our hero. You have to imagine that Polly's up there, and there's this fucking monster as a santa claus is like come here come here i gotta talk to you and like pawing at her she's like guards <laughs> i'm imagining my girlfriend me being like i'm gonna propose to my girlfriend so i get a santa claus suit and then i show up at her work unannounced and it's, and she's like giving this presentation and you're like, like so where is she oh, I, I have to talk to her and he, but it's all torn and ripped because he got tackled so now there's this crazy man we're, we're gonna talk we're gonna talk, we gotta right talk now. to you we gotta go in <laughs> private come and follow me she's like i'm in the middle of a meeting Mark. and your mouth is bleeding <laughs> it's fine it's fine come on why is that child saying that you punched him <laughs> Kids say a lot of things. You gotta full of shit. I gotta talk to you. You gotta listen. You gotta come. You're gonna listen. Don't listen to him, but listen to me. Somehow, (laughs) this is the best part. (laughs) This is this is quintessential what I would write if I was writing this in 1979. So, Radar somehow bumps another guy, which flips him over a table as they're trying to get out of this scene. And then a big fight breaks out. <laughs> Just a big drunken fight like, like when, on the fourth floor like, of Macy's. Exactly. Like when Al Bundy uh, is at a bar mm-hmm. and somebody says something bad about Kelly. And then he's like, well, okay. And then just a big <laughs> fight just breaks right. out. So the best part, though, is that people flip over tables and they, they all fall out. And then that old bat that laughed at the joke earlier, she gets hit in the face with a fucking pie. <laughs> Where did this pie come from? We don't see pies Doesn't matter. anywhere. Doesn't did somebody matter. bring their own throwing pie? That's that's the action line that I start with on this right. movie. I moved, right. I'm like, page 86. Yeah. Old bat gets plugged in the face <laughs> with a pie, pie, and then I backspace, and I'm like, all right, all right. start how going we, back to page we one. here? Mmm, uh, so <laughs> great. I love it. Radar runs off with Polly. We cut back to John Biner, and the kids finally give up the gun. They say the gun's under the Christmas tree. Right. Uh, the Tufts get the gun, but, and this is wonderful as well. The, kid, the, the So the Tufts get the gun. They go, oh, I got the gun. We got the gun. They flipped over the tree. They got the gun, and they're going to take John Biner with them. They're going to kill him. The kids go Geronimo and they look up and on one of the fucking balconies in the house, well, this kid jumps off. In. Well, there's a great scene where like 
the old people are telling him or telling John like, oh, you know, I, we're, we're sorry you're about to get murdered in the street on Christmas, but we'll always have our memories. And then he's like, yeah, I'd like to say goodbye to the kids. Hey, where are the kids? And then, oh, I don't know. And then, and then they they cut fucking to super fly yeah. off the cage. Kid does kid does a a a, a, a moon salt over the top <laughs> rope, lands on the tufts, lands on the big tufts. They show up and they they stop him because right this eighty pound body just broke this guy's neck. Yeah. Uh, the police then immediately run in, show up, and they are like, "We're looking for these tufts." And also the bank that they held up. They're offering a $25,000 reward. I guess you get it. I get, you get it, John Biner. Yeah. John Biner says, man, that's going to buy a lot of cheap booze. A lot of rock <laughs> oh my whiskey. God. Oh, man. Oh, so much mad his, dog. You could hear his liver screaming in agony yeah. at that <laughs> John Biner says, well, I think I'm going to invest in myself. Outside, he runs into his buddy, and then he apologizes and says, I didn't mean for the street toughs to come fucking Find fuck you, you up but i but i also went to the cops so, so that's why they're there so i did some, i tried to be nice and john biner says don't worry about it old pal we are how about you and i go to san francisco and we start an investment in a restaurant yeah and they go hallelujah holy shit where's the tylenol <laughs> let's then, do it and they run off and they're like first just one quick drink before we go to Grand <laughs> you know, Central. You know, it's a celebration. Just, just a celebration. And then and we're going to get tickets. We're going to get to LaGuardia. Yep. It's, we're going to get where we're going. We're going to go now. We're going to do it tonight. Also, I, I heard that I have a tip on a pony, all right? And I just want to put oh, this out there. Smash it's... cut to they are dr- they are drowning in alcohol. And they're like, here's the bill for $50,000. What? No, it's, it's, it's John Biner trying to wake his friend up yeah. in like a seedy hotel. You're still alive. Stay alive. Stay alive. <laughs> Needles sticking out exactly. of both of their arms. <laughs> We're going to a restaurant. <laughs> it's all you can eat. <laughs> Radar finally tells Polly they're in an elevator because they've run away. And now they're in a service elevator. And he's like, I just got to be honest with you. I don't want you to marry Rod. Polly yells at him. She says, I'm I want just, to be married. I'm a farm girl. I, my mother was married. Her mother was married. I got to get married. I have Which is no value weird, without ma- without a man. I can't have a man. I have nothing. Right. I am very successful, but it means nothing because I don't have a man. Well, Radar says, well, if you need to marry someone, why don't you marry me? And then she says, oh, what took you so long? I've wanted you to ask me to marry you and since I've written, the day that I met you. Man, fuck this. this <laughs> what, a, what a cop Dumb. out. Yeah. Fuck you. They kiss. Polly says, well, she's been in love with him ever since day one. Right. Because she loves all that dumb math, math teacher shit. horse shit. Yeah, she and loves... She loves the way that he just creeps around and acts like a total right. lech. The way that he attacks children and then gets her fired from her job. And got that I did old, like that you threw a pie. That old, yeah, yeah, that old bat got a pie in the face. <laughs> I was thinking this was real awful, but then I saw the pie in that woman's face. Then I face, thought, I'm well, like, okay. okay, all right, turn it around. They come up a service elevator, which then comes out to the street, which meets up with the carolers that are right outside the it. Terrifying carolers. And Fred Astaire is conducting the carolers, and they sing hallelujah, as as apparently they're going to live their life happily ever after. Actor. Happily ever after. Actor. actor. Bert says, I got to go to the senator's place, but he wants to talk to his kid before he goes. He goes upstairs and finds that his kid 
has drawn him a Christmas card that says, Happy birthday, Daddy. Happy birthday, Daddy, <laughs> that's on right. Christmas. And you're like, he's like yeah, close uh, that's fine. Close he's, he's pretty dumb. I, I think it's... <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's Daddy's birthday. <laughs> it's a we mir- all get presents on Daddy's birthday. <laughs> it's a miracle he didn't eat the crayons. <laughs> he did eat the crayons? Well, well that, okay. Right. Well, that, that's fine. Uh, this makes him emotional. On the phone, he goes back down and tells the senator, hold your fucking horses, all yeah, right? it's Christmas, dumbass. But so then he decides to play with his son, and he keeps playing with his son all night, and when his pager goes off, he decides to just put that right he in the fish bowl. Fish. He kills that fish well, dead. Yeah, he drops the batteries leaking yeah. out immediately. Uh, he, uh, then he's like, and I brought this too, pulls out his briefcase, big <laughs> meatball sub meatball for everybody. Meatball sub for everyone. <laughs> If I wish I made me. <laughs> no, you can't have any. Honey, can I have some? Don't touch. Okay. That's, no, that's daddy's meatball It's sub. my birthday. That's daddy's meatball sub, honey. <laughs> but I want a meatball sub. Don't. We have to. We should leave. We should leave the room. He it's wants g- to be alone it's with gonna, it. It's going to get ugly real, real quick. <laughs> Don't watch me while I eat my present. <laughs> so... Back at Fred Astaire's shop, Fred closes up his uh, his his costume shop. Yeah, and then snaps his fingers when he steps outside, and the costume shop disappears. Ah. And then steps forward to reveal that he's he Santa, Santa Claus. Oh my God! He gets in his sleigh, rides off. He waves hello to Bert's son. Yeah, still on the roof. He's like, "Daddy kicked me out <laughs> because I, I wanted the sandwich. I wanted his meatball sandwich. He, he dropped the meatball on the floor. Oh, you didn't pick it up, did you? <laughs> I, I was trying to help. He bit me. <laughs> well, you know better now. Ho ho ho! <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> and that's the end of the man in the Santa Claus suit. So, Mark, what did you think of the man in the Santa Claus suit? Andrew, I kind of like this. Because that old bat got a pie in the face. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I'm glad that we talk about these movies. Because I was like, I like something about this. I'm not sure (laughs) what it was. But I think it was that a woman got hit in the face with a pie. (laughs) A bunch of drunk assholes get in a big fight. And then some old woman gets a pie in the face. It's kind of everything I want. Uh, Yeah, it was this, like sweet kind of Christmas story. It takes some weird turns that I really enjoyed. I thought the reveal that he was Santa all along was like lame because it's kind of obvious once he's bilocating everywhere. You're like, oh, I know what's What if he was God? That would be interesting. (laughs) He he, he steps forward. He's Jesus. (laughs) Or if he's the devil. That's a real twist. And we find out that like everybody's lives fall apart after this. Like yes, yeah. It's uh, it's, consider consider you will. It's Christmas Eve. The alcoholics. One suit will make all of your dreams dreams come true, true. but at what price? But your dreams may become nightmares. (laughs) Here, in the man in the Santa Claus suit. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been great if we see that Radar uh, destroys this woman's life and then Rod kills himself. Because I, the the, dad, I, I'm imagining the next day. Her calling her mother and being like, I got engaged. And she's like, oh, Rod's so great. And he's yeah. like, not Rod. Not to Rod. Some random weirdo that you've never met. That lives next door to me that I always piss and moan to. Right. Oh, oh. oh no. Polly. Polly. Also, 
Does, all, do all they go? Do Rod. they go to the Rod? Do they go to they Rod's party? They have to party? go to Rod's party. <laughs> they have to go to the party and say, "We've got a big announcement." And Rod's like, "Oh, cool! Get the banner ready. Get it ready. Get, get it ready. We're gonna do it." I'm getting engaged. Yes. Pulls the cord nah, 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 nah. to radar. Whoa. <laughs> Motherfucker. High in the face. Yeah. He another bumps, another, bumps another person. There's big fist fight at Rod's the, no, party. The, no, the drunks from the other party <laughs> just come, come crashing through a wall. Fighting each other. <laughs> Everybody's lives just in shambles. And then Fred Astaire looks at us and says. Puts his finger to his nose uh, and says. Shh. <laughs> Now that's how you end this, this is thing. a this is a good movie. Yeah. Uh, yes. A lot of fun. It's a it's a thing that they don't really make anymore. It's a, it's a holiday film that's just fun and sweet. And it's it's definitely got that love American style feel where it's yes. like these if you if you remove the framework of that they are intercutting that they meet in that one scene. Yeah. Like they could have just had these could have just lived separately where each one shows up gets the Santa Claus suit. And then that's what the that's their life. That's, that's their the life because that's how Love American Style is. Is it was bro? It was an anthology series where it was just broken up into these little yeah chunks that usually were like, oh, it's a misunderstanding. And then they, well, I was gonna get engaged to you. Well, I was gonna get engaged to you. Oh, what? A lot of gift to the magi type stuff. Yeah, a lot of um. That was all. That's just like a romance style of that period, that post-war into the '80s thing, where it's like if these two people could just tell each other how they feel, everything will be fine. But now that you're watching it from the lens of 2018, like Radar Story, Radar's is like a monster, fucking weird, and he's, he's we could, gross. We could write a Christmas spooktacular that is the tale <laughs> of this woman who's being pursued by a man in a Santa Claus suit. I need to talk to you. You're going to marry me. Come here. You're going to marry me. Leave me alone. (laughs) Drunk, save me. And like he murders Rod, right? Like, isn't that what would happen? Yeah. He's, he's, Santa shows up to Rod's place first, but he accidentally murders him. Right. But he's like, well, he steals his car and he assumes his identity. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's, it's fine as like, if you don't look too much into it. You know, it's right. fun because it's Fred Astaire and he's doing his thing. And Fred Astaire's obviously very charming in this. Like, he doesn't seem, you know, he's there's something magical about him. It's the yes. same, it's the same thing as it was in, in Santa Claus Comes to... Uh, comes, comes to blah, 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 blah. Do you smell pancakes? <laughs> it's the same thing as when Santa Claus comes to town. He plays the... Like the the letter carrier, yes, that kind of drives the story. Yeah, this so, friendly guy that he pulls the strings. Yes, pull the strings. Snips and snails and puppy dog tails. Cut. <laughs> uh, but yeah, on the surface, fine. But through the lens of 2018, probably not. A little weird. Not the best thing. Kind of gross and terrible. A little gross and terrible, especially since it's like. In Radar Story specifically, I guess John Biner is fine, even though the character motivations don't make any sense from the old people's perspective. They're just weird old people. They're weird old people that just sing and dance all the time. Maybe they have dementia. Oh, they might. Oh, maybe that's it. Oh, the oil. The oil rotted their brains. (laughs) Uh, The kids are like, there was never any oil. They're they're poor. They're dirt poor. Yes, and then the other guy who's, like, just needs... Like, that's the other issue is, like, what is the message of the guy who's, like, you have to quit everything to have but i also i also don't feel like that's gonna it might be okay for christmas eve but, but i but two days down the road a week down the, the road they're gonna be mortified and i think it, oh i think uh 
someone's going to be bitter towards the other person. Yes. That marriage isn't going to last. No. They've also also been been fighting in front of their kid to begin with. Like oh. all that stuff imprints on that kid. That kid. That kid's dumb. That kid's dumb. We, we know he's he dumb. Right? <laughs> Happy <matter>. birthday, Daddy! <laughs> it's Daddy's birthday. No, no, honey, it's Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's my birthday. Happy birthday, me. Sure, sure. It's fine. Here's a present. Here you go. It's not, it's daddy. It's the leftover of daddy's meatball sub. Don't tell him. <laughs> this is the greatest gift of all. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I would give it a tentative thumbs up. I say they don't make these yeah. anymore. Why don't you check I it out? I think it's worth watching. I think it's worth looking at. It's, it's a weird. fun throwback. But Mark, we're going to throw ahead and go to next week when we watch Another Santa spooktacular <laughs> in the form. Another tale of madness from the mind of Mr. Claus. That's right. God, if only they could just bottle what he's got and right. sell it because, boy, it's terrifying. This is from 2004, and it's a film entitled Single Santa Seeks Mrs. Claus. I passed retirement age three years ago. This has to be my last Christmas. Santa's son is taking over. There's just one hitch. You have to get married. No wedding bells. I finally find a guy I like. He thinks he's Santa Claus. No jingle bells. Don't you believe in Christmas magic? Steve Gutenberg, Crystal Bernard, in a Hallmark Channel original movie. I know this is hard to believe. Yeah. Single Santa seeks Mrs. Claus. On Hallmark Channel, the heart of Christmas. That's right, everybody. Steve yeah. Gutenberg. He's looking for love because he's Santa Claus. It's this is not the Santa Claus two. No, the Mrs. Is, Claus. This is this is not that. However, this is uh, this is our first Hallmark movie. Yes. So, so we're the gonna holiday season churns these out. We're gonna see what it's all about and and think about well, what if what if we you know because it always seems like the same thing. It's like whoa, somebody's got to get married. All right, right. they. By the end of this, someone better get fucking married or there's going to be a fist fight, all right? We ain't hearing it unless it ends in a wedding. But what if... But us in the pitch meeting at Hallmark. What if uh, presupposes that maybe they didn't get married? What if uh, they get married, but uh, then we find out he's already got another wife in another state? What? Think about that. But guess what? That means two marriages. Double the weddings. Yeah, two uh, weddings. We could, show, we could end two weddings at the end. What do you think of that? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, at, you're asking me to leave? Yeah, you're, Fair enough. You're, I'm, I think well, that's I, why. You have my suitcase. If it's, yeah, it's the leaking one. It's the one. It's the, it's the one. You'll know. It's, you'll smell it. It's it's that one. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> oh, no, Well, that's it for old TV movie night. Uh, oh, God. Oh, it's, it's in there. It's so, it's so, it's so tangy. If you would like to listen to past episodes of TV Movie Night, you can always do that by going to soundcloud.com backslash forward slash whichever slash you'd like. Have fun. Try an umlaut. I bet it'll work. <laughs> Till day? Do yeah, whatever you want. Why not? Soundcloud.com. I'm not your fucking boss. Forward slash TV Movie Night podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV Movie Night. You can email us at TV Movie Night podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, leave a review there, or you can listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream uh, podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more at soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. Mark, is there anything else to discuss in this incredibly magical episode of Television Movie Night? Andrew has an early Christmas gift to you. Oh, goodness. And 
It's your in birthday already. In celebration of this movie, uh-huh. I got you this beautiful collectible bust oh. of the star of this film, uh? Humphrey Bogart. Oh, well, close enough. Thank you.